This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. Time for the End of Conversation podcast with funny man Damian Lemon and the voice of your choice, Ali Muhammad. Yeah! <laughs> this is In the Conversation. This is Damian Lemon. This is the voice of your choice, Ali Muhammad. Ah, <laughs> we are back. Like yesterday. Yeah, back, back, back. Another Wednesday with that crack. Shit. What was that, the crack shuffle? That was a little bit of... I don't know. That was a little bit of Barbizon. <laughs> what? Is a little Barbizon for y'all. You Maybe know what he I mean? did a little shuffle in the chair. You know, back that's, like the crack. That you couldn't see. On the Wednesday, the hump day. Oh, Get the hump out your back. Oh, Gator. Hey. <laughs> All right. Uh, shit, it's good to be here. You know, as always, thanks for listening if you're listening. That's always you good. You know listening. Good to see you, brother. No doubt. Good to see you as well. Good to see young Matthew over here. Pay close attention. Uh, what's up, man? What's going on? How you doing? <laughs> How you doing? What's this new attitude you got? Is it a new attitude? <laughs> you, know, you got a new routine. I'm in here, you, man. You, you're a man of routine. You came in I, with a different swag today. Oh, shit. Well, what's going you. on with you, man? I'm just living life, man. I'm just trying to uh, just trying to enjoy this shit. No doubt. You know, like, I don't know what the routine is. I'm just trying to be in the conversation. No doubt. Be in the moment. Be present, you know. Be present. You know, you know not really tripping. We just having a good time. We go talk about this or that and a little bit of that and this. Hey. You know what I mean? And that's it. What's up with you? How you feeling, man? Man, I'm feeling real, you know, I'm, you know these one of them times where, you know, all of the, the social activity and the news is working on your, on your blackness, you know, just mm. grating on you. What you, you know mean? what I'm saying? You, you know, you're watching the TVs and, you know, you're listening to the to the 45, the Orange Man. Oh, yeah. The Orange Man speak of crazy talk, you oh. know. So, you know, it makes you, you know, step in the world a little differently sometimes if you let it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You know, you got, you know, the NFL cats, you know, they, they trying to pull it together and trying to make a movement out of it. But it's kind of like, you know. Are they doing it because of the movement or are they doing it because of the orange man? You saying the owners? Nah, no, just the, in general, just the, you know how it went from one or two cats here and there. Right. You know what I'm saying? To now everybody feel like they got to do something. Right. You know what I'm saying? Which is good. Right. On one hand. And anything that gets you in the conversation is, is you know, is a win. Mm-hmm. But, you know, are we just pacifying the case? Are we, you know what I'm saying, salvaging the, the audience? What are we doing here? I don't know. I noticed that it seems like the conversation is getting a little distorted, though. Right? Of course. So now, you know, the conversation is it's starting to turn into, you know what? You players have the right to kneel, to have your peaceful protest. Mm-hmm. You have the right to do that. Go kneel peacefully. We, we, we all about that here at the NFL. We, we support that. Go kneel. But we're not going to get into what you're kneeling for. You know what I mean? Because we just, you know what I mean? We just want to protect your right to to uh, to be able to be symbolic and, uh, you know, because we don't want Trump telling us how to run our plantation. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so we going to say, listen, that ain't your mass. I mean, he might be big man, 
but he ain't the master over here. So if y'all want to go ahead and do that shit, don't worry. I'll speak to him. Y'all go ahead and kneel and <laughs> shit. Have your, have your little black protest. Get your, get your kneel shit Get your together. black moment on together, the yeah. little thing that you protest. We still about. ain't hiding that other nigga that started this whole kneel <laughs> shit. That old uppity one. No, we ain't doing that. I don't. He's a bit of a troublemaker. <laughs> Sadly, that's really how it probably is going down. That's probably how it's going down. Cause, but it, well, go ahead. Nah, it must be, you know what I'm saying, like, you know, Football player, you've been doing this all your life. Yeah. You've been working hard. You've been, you know what I'm saying, practicing since you was three, four, five, six years old, if you're from Miami. Invested your whole life. This your whole life. You know what I'm saying? You put your whole body on the line. You're probably going to have some type of brain damage and shit. This is what everybody know you for. Right. This is your whole existence. Mm-hmm. You know, pr- pretty much. Not, for the most not, not part. Not your whole. Not your whole. I mean, because, your mama know your middle name. Cause, yeah, because cats do have other lives outside of the football. Right. But- as far as professionally, most people working their jobs haven't put in as much time and hours and right. physical exertion as the guys who are playing in that league right. for the TV every week, right. for the fans, for the audience, for the money, you know what I'm saying, for the owners, you know? So, you know what I'm saying, I wonder how it feels to be in this kind of position where, you know, you have to rep yourself as a player, you have to rep the team that you play for, which includes the owner and the fans. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you play somewhere like Boston and Patriots and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Right. You get you know what I'm saying? Where you fall in line with, okay, your your responsibility as a as a brother mm-hmm. and your responsibility as a ball player and all that shit you had to think about as you go out here and you had to go knock somebody's head off. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Or try not to get your head knocked off. Or try off. not to get your head knocked off. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like, this shit is, man, this shit is probably heavy on their ass. You know what I'm saying? They earning that money this season. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. That's a good thing. It's a lot of it. Uh, for, that's the, for, not for all of them. Nah. Not for all of them. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, it's one. It's interesting. Even if you're not in the NFL, the question, just uh, the expectations for a brother. Expectations. You know what I mean? We shit. You know. What is the expectations? Well, what is the <laughs> expectations? What I mean, you know, for real. Like, which, like, we talked about this last summer when it was like the summer of revolts. Right. It's like, you know, which fights do you fight? You know, you know and then if you're not posting a meme or taking a knee and putting it up on your Instagram story, are you uh, not active? That's, that's the, what we called that shit last year. The what you call them activists? The, the side chair activists? The armchair Armchair activ- activism. Armchair activism. Right. That's, that's that shit. The memes and all that shit. That, that get a lot of... That do, that do help. You that They do have a... They serve a purpose in the total movement because they move the conversation. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then you have people who are on the ground that do shit. And then you have people like Kaepernick who's going to be the martyr of the situation. Right. Where, you know, his whole career is probably has been put on the line for that. Yeah. So everybody play their part. Which part you playing? Yeah, that's it. I mean, that's basically which part you playing. But even more, the other thing is, I guess, what do people want? Right? What do we want? Now, obviously, <laughs> Kaepernick, initially, he wants to shine light on the motherfucking people, the police out here killing people and, right. and brutalizing motherfuckers. Let's let's take a look at this shit. Let's right. start arresting some of these crooked-ass cops and start putting them in jail. Let's start getting some convictions. Right. This shit is ridiculous. Right. That's all he's saying. Right. That's But that shit got clouded. 
as they all get clouded. That got clouded as fuck, and then it became this whole thing of y'all ain't even hire him. Because then now, now, because this starts to get distorted now, because y'all didn't even hire him, he's still looking for a job. Right. So now, now people, people it, don't even realize what what he was like, what he was kneeling for. Right. He was kneeling for one thing. Right. Now they won't hire him because he kneeled. It don't matter. They don't care what he was kneeling right. for. But he can't get a job now because he's done brought all this attention. Right. To his cause, or not even his cause, to himself and his knee. Right. You know what I'm saying? People think he's kneeling for a job. He's begging for a job. No. Or they, or the, he's kneeling against the flag. Right. Oh, you they know, think that that's, too. That's the whole the general. Or against the troops. Right. You know what I'm saying? He's anti-American. So he's he's kneeling against the flag and the right. troops and the people who died. But what they're not saying is they the people and the troops and the flag and all that shit, they died for people to have the right to protest right. and to, to complain if they don't feel like things are right in this country. I thought that's what this whole shit was all about. Not if you black and we ask you to play it, football. But it, but it is about that. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know what I'm saying, the other voices that, that want to be heard, right. they have they feel their way. But we don't, you ain't got to pay attention to them. Ain't got no activism at the combine. We ain't ask you about all of these political stances. Oh, yes, it is, though. But but when it's time to, you know, wear pink for breast cancer mm. awareness and you know what I'm saying? They oh. have they they have their causes that they oh. that they they represent. It's just it has to be sanctioned and paid for. Just like even saying the fucking Pledge of Allegiance was paid for by the government. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You saw that? Oh, so, no, no. Just saying, it's like, you know, if it's not paid for, dog, you can't do it. That's like, payola. It's payola. It's advertising. It's whatever. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> what I wanted to see really, and it seems like a little bit of it happened. I didn't really, I haven't been watching because I'm trying, that's my bit of a protest. Haven't been watching what? Haven't been watching the NFL. Oh, okay. I haven't watched Did you NFL. watch last year? Yeah, I watched a little bit last year. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I watched a little bit. Because, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I'm going to be honest, I haven't watched the NFL like in, a minute. in a long time. I mean, I, I would catch in on a game or two, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, I get into I went, it. I went and saw a Falcons game last year, but, you know. No, I, I still I, haven't seen a fucking real pro football game live. I need to do that. I've not done that in my life. I want to do that. I almost did it this weekend, but uh, it didn't work out. But you, th- you almost went against the protest to do it? I mean, I didn't even think it didn't about work, it. It didn't work out because of the protest? Nah, it didn't work out because of some financial <laughs> shit. I wasn't even thinking about the protest at that point. It would have been a, ooh, that would have been a quandary. Look at D. Living, brother. <laughs> brother D. Living. Exactly. Oh, look at this. All on the sidelines, exactly. smiling. Nah, <laughs> with his hand <laughs> over his heart. Oh, suck. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you seen they call Ray Lewis an opportunist. <laughs> Terrible, boy. They go hard on these beats. Hey, man, but he played himself, man. He was sloppy. He played himself, man, talking all that bullshit and then gonna get out there on two knees looking crazy looking like Stevie not one I'm gonna give you two I'm gonna just be extra about it yeah yeah that was craziness but um murder Ray what were we saying though we were just talking about uh oh we were just talking about so I didn't watch it right I didn't watch it but what my thing was I just wanted and I seen the Diddy plea and I kind of agreed with this this is my thing I felt like in arenas with platforms where we have, as a people, have so much uh, power, so mm. much of a large voice, so much influence, sometimes we even have more influence than we think we do, mm-hmm. right? Because, okay, you could talk about Colin, you could talk about, you know, the stars, Ray Lewis, you could talk about, you know, 
Cam, Richard Sherman, thing, you know, people like that. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of black people in the NFL. Mm-hmm. A lot of motherfuckers that you don't know. And the thing is, you know, the thing about it is the NFL, since this is the zenith of these people's career, right? They've been trying for their entire life. Since, like you said, like three like three years old, if they're in Miami or whatever. Mm-hmm. They've been trying their entire life, risking CTE, all types of shit, fucking around. Finally get to the pros, right? Mm-hmm. But then there's still this part of it. There's this part of it, if you if you choose to believe it, there's this part of it that they'll still make you feel like you disposable. Like if you yeah. if you get out of line, we can get another motherfucker. And they exercise that. You know they, what I mean? They exercise it, but on the on I gotta be. I mean, that's, maybe, what, that's why Colin ain't got no damn job. Right. They, but, they had to show him. Right, but that's Fuck when it, we'll get a lesser motherfucker. That's when solidarity and unionizing comes together when motherfuckers say, you know what? We all, all for one, one for all type shit. Because honestly, real talk, we some big freak-like motherfuckers. It ain't that many people that are just like, might be three or four maybe in the world that could do what I do. Two of them is rusted and dusted because they didn't think it was going to happen. Motherfucking knee might be hurt. So I got a little bit more leverage than I even know myself. Yeah, but, but then you had to risk it knowing that your brothers are going to fall in line with you. That's the ultimate <laughs> gamble. Because you're like, brother? See what happened with Colin. His brothers. <laughs> didn't, it was like, listen, bro. His brothers didn't fall in line with him. Cool story, bro. But cool I, story. I and, sent some money. And not only didn't they not ride against him on the team or like other players or whatever, you know, it was his own personal mission. He didn't go around and he probably didn't go right. around and try to unionize everybody. But you know what I'm saying? When he did it, not only do you have that factor of, you know, wondering if your guys are going to have your back, you right. also have that factor of, you know, the, you know, the opportunist on TV and right. the pundits and shit like that that's going to ride against you. Right. You know what I'm saying? And try to just gotta be strong. decimate your whole character mm-hmm. because it's like, oh, you don't get out of line. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that boy's out of line. Right. Oh, master gonna get him. Master get him. Look at him. Right. Look at him. He yeah. out of line. Yeah. And I'm black and I said he out of line. Mm-hmm. So you know he out of line. I don't wanna get beat. You know what I'm saying? You know he out of line. Mm-hmm. That's that, that, um, what they call that shit. What was the motherfucker on the plantation? They have a black dude that'll uh, oversee the other dudes. Uncle Tom. Mm, not Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom. But the, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, not an overseer, <laughs> but overseer, something, something. Assistant you know what I'm saying? overseer. The babysitter. <laughs> exactly. And he want to carry the whip and shit. Uh-huh. For the you know what I'm saying? Boy, you better not. <laughs> yeah. That dude. Yeah. So you got a bunch of them. It's like the whole, it's like the whole thing where, you know, when they, they test animals and shit and, and they try to, you know, train them to a certain behavior. Mm-hmm. And when, when it's, the behavior is not wanted, you know what I'm saying? You might get a shock or something. Mm-hmm. Then after a while, the other animals will te- will not even let you do it. It's Pavlov, right? You know, the yes, Pavlov? Yeah, Pavlov yeah. shit like that. You know what I'm saying? They won't even let you do it because right. they know you're going to get the shock. And you know what I'm saying? You don't want to get the shock. So right. they'll beat your ass. They probably yeah. might even kill you. Yeah. So you won't try to get out of here because you might get the shock. That's why we always see them killing videos over and over and over again. Like just to let you. It's almost like a fucking. What are you, like a warning, you right. know what I mean? Stay your ass in line. It's gonna right. happen. But 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 at the at the grand with the grand scheme of the shit, just like with the you know what I'm saying the other the people who like you know firearm and the, you know what I'm saying the the supremacists and the Nazis and all that shit, man, they shit only got as much power as you know what I'm saying we let it have. Right. You know what I'm saying? If you let somebody tell, call you a nigga and make you feel some kind of way, 
then you know what I'm saying they got that power. Right. You know? And you can't the thing is, you know, I was um I seen a quote that said uh anybody that's willing to uh to risk their freedom for safety or to lose their freedom for safety doesn't deserve either. I think the great killer Mike said that. Ooh, but you know that like, preach. But you know that's that's real shit. There's a lot of people that you know that to this point. There's a lot of people that are like, shit, that's the only thing I know how to do, right? I mm -hmm. went to college, but I really didn't go to college. I went there to play. Right. You know what I'm saying? I put all my eggs in this one basket. And I'm barely hanging on, and I'm scared. And I got a lot of motherfucking I, shit I bought. I got debt. I bought a lot of fly shit. I'm, I'm, I like this lifestyle. <laughs> People respond to me finally. And bruh. I mean, you should see my wife. <laughs> She's <right>. expensive. <laughs> but, uh, you know, <laughs> Colin, uh, you know, you nigga, listen, next, <laughs> let me, this is, you know, this is a contract negotiation year. It's that scared shit, right. you know, and it's fucked up because there's a cost to everything. That's the truth of it, of it all, you know. Colin, you know, shit, he lost, he might he might never play again. Right. But he's going to be a hero. Yeah, he's going down in he's history. going to be a hero. Yeah, I mean, whatever happens after this, he's, he's, <laughs> he's the catalyst. He good in the hood. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. you know, he he could, you know, take over where old Rev Al Sharpton and them left off. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? That's Maybe tough. he'll do a better job, you know? Ah, uh, I man, you got to give Rev. I'm, Rev not I'm not saying that the Rev didn't do a good job. I didn't say Jesse Jackson. Just I'm just saying if he's going to be the next generation of it. The new he, civil rights leader. You know leader. what I'm saying? He need to be, you know what I'm saying, better, more efficient, and you know what I'm saying? And, and do it in a better kind of way. What do you think does it take to be the the best or the the new 2017 civil rights leader? What would make better than the predecessor? What do they need? Man, first of all, we need more. <coughs> you know what I'm saying? It, I think I think they all should have their their lanes and zones, just like positions on the field. Mm -hmm. You know, what I'm saying? you can't have one dude representing the whole everything because right. uh, then okay. it gets kind of corrupt. Okay. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? It, it gets a little shaky. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Hey, hey, we gonna come boycott on your steps? You know what I'm saying? But you got if you take care of me, you know what I'm saying? I, I make sure I that shit, I make off. that shit go away. Right. You know what I'm saying? We need more, so that, you know it, it creates more of a balance. And you know what I mean? Mm, checks. Need, yeah, checks and balances. We mm -hmm. need we need more than activists. We need people that's in office, in in politics, in fucking in positions of power. Right. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to just being on one side holding the hand of the, you know, the bag and the people. Yeah. Hey, if you don't give me the bag, then I'm saying I'm getting the people on you. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know, that show up just when it's time to show up. You know, show out for the cameras and mm -hmm. shit. Mm -hmm. So you need people that's on the ground doing this shit every day. And, and and everybody, you know, we all have to play our parts. You know what I'm saying? Everybody not going to be in politics and in public policy and shit like that. But, you know what I'm saying, for at least for your tribe, your neighborhood, whatever, your community, your family and shit, you know, you have to be there and be present and be ready to, you know, to do what's right in the right situations. You know, mm -hmm. what that means for everybody is different. You know what I'm saying? What that means for me is probably different than what it means for you and for whoever else. Right. You know what I'm saying? So we all have to play our parts in that shit. Yeah. And we're not going to all agree. And everybody ain't going to be in agreement with your shit and your kneeling and all that shit. Mm. That's because that's just how it works. Right. But the people who are, you got to be all. You have to, you have to be in it. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. There you go. 
Shit. What else? <laughs> what else is going on? Nah, hey, I'm with you. I'm with you. What else is going on, man? Cardi B winning. You, well, Cardi B out here winning. <laughs> she all the way in. She she's I not, mean, well, go ahead. We about nah, to go say. ahead. Go ahead. Nah, go ahead. What you got? No, say? no, no. You go ahead. So she out here winning. She all the way. Oh, we sure I was gonna go back to no, the no, thing? just no, just let's lay it up. Uh, well, now, nah, I mean, this is really you bringing this to this. We talk about Cardi B, or we talk about some other shit. <laughs> we were doing the end of round. No, we you it was back. it was about to set it up as far as you know. what I'm saying she was number one this week. You know, what I'm saying. Oh, I was going after spending weeks. You know, what I'm saying climbing the charts after spending the summer. You know, what I'm saying dominating the airways with her song. Right. She has finally reached the pinnacle. Of the you know music industry the, standard, yeah. which is the number one single in the country, a Cinderella story. You know what I'm saying? As she was, as she has once said, she went from you know what I'm saying being a roach to a butterfly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a memoir. So, oh no doubt. Uh, so you know what I'm saying to hit that mark. You know what I'm saying? That's a big deal. I guess so. I mean, it has been 25 years. Since another woman has had number one single, which is crazy to think right. about that shit. And she, you know, represented the Dominican. She the first Dominican to hold that spot. I guess so. Yeah, that's a big deal too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She holding down a lot of, a lot of. I mean, I, I, I would guess. You know what I'm saying? It's probably high up in the people from the Bronx that hit that spot. Yeah. <laughs> she feel good. She got to be feeling good. Looking like it's a good look. Man, what you think about the whole movement, though? I mean, I think it was dope. I feel like we talked about it a bunch. But, I I mean, we watched this shit literally come... You watched her come up on your phone. You know what I mean? Like, if you were tuned in from the Instagram days, there was old school Cardi B. This was the beginner Cardi B. And you seen her ascent in front of you in real time. And I think it was just like... It was almost like... Against all odds, right? Nobody expected, you know, a stripper from Instagram, you know what I mean? Twisted teeth, you know what I mean? <laughs> to to become the number one, like, no, she wasn't a rapper at the time. All you knew was her videos was funny as shit. And after you watched a few of them, you're like, I got to watch some more of this shit. You knew immediately once you got it, oh, I felt this way. Once I started fucking watching her shit, it was infectious. Mm. I, I called the fact that she was funny a long time ago. Yo, she's funny as shit. She's honest. It reminded me of like prior. You know what I mean? Where it's mm. warts and all. I'm going to take it all. Black and ugly as ever, right? Like mm. how it's, you just going to embrace it all. In spite of all that, I'm who I am. You right. know what I'm saying? She was. She was unapologetically herself from the beginning right so then she's got you know she's got a flair for drama right mm -hmm. so then when she get the the loving hip-hop shit she's stealing scenes off that shit you know the whole you got beef with me you got beef with me forever like that <laughs> shit became that was that might they might have used that in the trailer <laughs> <laughs> that shit was a that was a memorable that's a quotable from Love and Hip Hop. There's a lot of ignorant shit that's said on that show. Right. So for you to cut through right. to the top of some ignorance, you know what I mean? So then that was that. And she she used that for what that was. Okay, got my name popping. I'm gonna do some mixtapes. I'm gonna put these mixtapes out there. I'm gonna be honest with you. I downloaded the first one, maybe listened to it one time. No real expectations. Mm -hmm. I can't really tell you what it was about. 
I kind of got caught up in the novelty of it. Like, oh, I ain't sure you're trying everything. Right. Right? And then, um, I guess after a while, you know, because she kept going at it, kept going at it, kept putting shit out. That Cardi B, that, I mean, that Bodak Yellow shit came out, and it was a, it was a slow one at first. Mm-hmm. I forget exactly at what point where I was like, uh-oh, wait a minute. <laughs> this shit right here is a problem. It was just so fucking catchy. Right. It was simple. It was so catchy. It was just shit that, you know, is a bunch of, again, it's a lot of hook shit to it. Right. You know what I mean? Because the thing about Cardi B, if you got to trace it for the beginning, if you trace it for where she got it from that camera mm-hmm. on Instagram, and you got, what, a uh, fucking 60 seconds, maybe less way back then, you got to grab people's attention. You got to say something that make people come back and be like, oh, that shit was slick. And then she going fucking loving hip hop. Say some more slick shit. Mm-hmm. Do interviews. Say some slick shit. Got a song. Say some slick shit. And and respond to what the people been saying. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, right. Yo, Kai, what's going on with your grill? Da 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 da. I bet now what y'all gonna hate on? I did. I got a bag. You know what I mean? All right. of that shit. Like just and it's like a fight song. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like if you see like you in the club, you see women like they Oh yeah, they they, they dead ass serious. That like this shit, shit is, is like past the Troy. Knock if you buck. Right. <laughs> right. That shit is a fight song. <laughs> you might aggressive. Get, yes. That's a fight song. A women a woman aggressive ass right. song. You might catch a bad one. Like, you say some dumb you know, shit. Female three six mafia. You know shit. what I mean? Get caught up in a shit. But so it was just kept going, kept going. And I think I think the uh, the unbelievable, like, oh shit, is she really about to about to have a song of the stuff? First it was is she gonna have a song of the summer. Then that shit step kept climbing and climbing. People were like, yo, is Cardi B about to win? Right. Is wait a minute, is she we seen her come from is she about and then that shit, that energy, people started to, you know, people that were invested, right. there's people that were championing. Right. Hell yeah. And then to to your point, the Dominican community, the Latino community, I'm going to do a Spanish version of it so I could represent my people there and, you know what I mean, kept 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 you involved, you know, the Snapchat and all of that, this is still what I'm doing, working hard, doing mad shows, I've heard that her show is solid, mm-hmm. her she got a good ass show, so it's not like, you know, mailing it in, she's showing up every time. Yeah, she was in um, Orlando with my man Pat Nix last yeah, night. Yeah, right. That shit looked crazy. Right. Well, Sunday night, I think it was. Right. I was late to the Cardi B party. Yeah. I ain't see none of the Instagram shit. And I, I, I haven't watched, I don't think I've watched one full episode of Love and Hip Hop oh, since man. the first ever. You know what I'm saying? I know Stevie and I know the the, the girl who called him Stevie. Oh, Jocelyn. Jocelyn. Who, yeah, who kind of got eclipsed. <laughs> Go ahead. I mean, the other chick put out a whole sex tape and still didn't win. Yeah, right. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know. Uh, I missed the whole shit, but you know what I'm saying? When this particular record came out, and I'm I'm good about kind of calling some some new shit. You know what right. I'm saying? I missed it. You know what I mean? You know, that, yeah. that's that's unlike me. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I, take, I like how you take, take, like take, taking the, the L, but not giving himself a W. To, you know, that's unlike me to not be the man. No, I'm not. I'm No, not, not the man. Not be aware. Not be aware. Yeah, not to be aware because oh, ain't, no, ain't no prize for no, knowing the shit. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no you know, championship for that shit. But I'm just saying, I, I usually try to know what's happening. What made you sleep on it? What it was just. I, I, you? It just missed my whole. Yeah. It's, the way she came up was missed my whole paradigm. Right. Like, I wouldn't have seen it from Love and Hip Hop. Right. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't expected nobody from Love to Hip Hop right. to come out and have number one record. Right. So Especially that never really was a rapper at all. That's what I'm saying. So, you know, it missed me. 
Yeah. But, you know, this song came out out here, you know what I'm saying? I, I, just, I just still didn't, you know, I didn't know right. what it was going to be because, you know, it was another song. Right. But the more you heard it, then over as the song, as the summer went on, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Being in these different cities at these different parties, right. you start to see it build and you start to see the people, you know what I'm saying, react to the song right. in a different way. To the point where by by the end of July, you know what I'm saying, some of these parties were more like mixology type parties and shit. Mm-hmm. And it'd just be like, nigga, just play Cardi B and That's get it. this shit started and stop right. fucking playing, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it seemed like some DJs was boycotting the shit. But then the next cat would come on and put that bitch on and then the party wouldn't yeah. stop. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but the one thing out of the whole shit, you know what I'm saying? You know, sometimes a song will give you one line. You know what I mean? Right. Sometimes, you know, all the way from back in the day, it might be one line in the song that just make right. you uh, be attracted to the song. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This ain't even no real popping line. Uh-huh. But when, to see how the story played out uh-huh. and for her to be like, you know what I'm saying? Don't get comfortable. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, Motherfuckers yeah. who was just securing their craft was comfortable. Right. Nikki was over there and comfortable. She Maybe. ain't got to drop no motherfucking records on y'all niggas because shit, she good. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, it's a it's a, it's a a metaphor for all this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, Jerry, what's the nigga name that owned the Dallas Cowboys? Jerry Jones. That nigga had to take a knee yesterday. Mm. Everybody got to make adjustments to this shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Orange man in there call, talking crazy. The storms done tore down whole islands and shit. Puerto Rico is suffering. You can't be comfortable out here, man. You got to right. be on your P's and Q's, man. Right. You know what I'm saying? And and from from that particular line, man. Well, you can't be comfortable. You can't. You can't think you'll never be uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I think with 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 Orange Man, right? He ain't about being uncomfortable. He'll make other people uncomfortable before he's uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? He he'll go mother like all of, you know. Shout out to Puerto Rico to all of the people devastated. Like that shit is fucked up. And that Trump then tweeted about five six times about the NFL about Steph Curry because they went on on his thin skin ass. Nah, I mean that's Trump. Trump. Is a motherfucking distraction on so many levels. He man. could be a distraction too, yeah, but my, my man, like you're the president of the United States, right? Puerto Rico is part of the something is fucked up. Right. You talking about Steph Curry not coming to the White House? And then when he did say something about Puerto Rico, he he mentioned he went fact, in on him. Mentioned the fact that hey, y'all in debt, right? You know what I'm saying? Y'all gonna be in more debt when we come over there to fix come y'all on, shit, man. basically. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, let's and let he probably talk gonna it. put his contracts in to help fix the I'm shit. I'm sure. You I'm sure that's I mean? probably why he. You know, I wouldn't. I think he might have had a golf course or something over there. He might have had some shit. I know. I think he got one in DR. He be having these. He definitely courses. got one in DR. Yeah. So he might have. He might have got. Or he might have got denied from a realtor over there. Maybe that's why nah, he got he, a little spite in his blood. He just some. some I don't even want to talk about that motherfucker. But you know what I'm saying? On the don't get comfortable tip, man. Right. It ain't no time where you you rise up where yeah it can't happen to you. So you got to be. Ready and moving and staying and learning. That's what. That's why when I say I didn't know that she that she was gonna pop, it's not a a, a fact that I, I I um think I'm winning because I might know. Nah. It's it's more of a fact that damn I need to know what's happening around me so I can understand what's gonna happen. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So if you don't know what's happening now, you're not definitely not gonna know what's gonna happen. So for me, that's just a, a small microcosm of okay, you gotta pay more attention sometimes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can't discount, you know what I'm saying, where you can't see. So you need to be looking in different corners. You know what I mean? Because if you discounted because she was a stripper on Instagram that was off your radar, you know what I'm saying? By that, I now she the motherfucking standard. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And now if the standard changed to that, then how you going how you gonna adapt? Mm. And that happens in all industries. That happened in my industry. That happens in your industry. You know what I'm saying? It's like people come in and change the standard. Mm-hmm. And if you can't change with the standard, or you can't adapt to the standard, you know what I'm saying? You 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 keep your standard to where it always was, then you might not be able to eat. Or you just true to yourself, right? Because I don't even know if there is a standard, right? Because that's the thing. Like, there's an assumed standard, and that shit keeps getting blown away every time. When people say, "Yo, this is what's popping right now," if you're trying to sing, for instance, we using rappers uh, as the example. If you want to get in rap now, you might need this type of beat, or you might need to flow like this. You might need to talk about this subject matter. Then a rapper comes out talking about something totally different, totally type of beat, but just true to who they are, and that shit resonates. Right, but I'm not saying change who you are. I'm just saying the awareness of what it is. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like if you you can't you can't dismiss some shit just because you are who you are. And you're like, oh, that's all that other shit is some bullshit. You right. Know what I'm saying? That's how I'm saying. I'm not saying this fact is you have to change and be Cardi B and you have to become a stripper because you know what I'm saying that's that's not what I'm. That's not even. I see what you're saying. It's is you had to understand where shit is coming from. Like say if you out there trying to get a deal, mm-hmm. and you want to you you a rapper you you have your own way of doing shit, and you want to get a deal, and you go into these labels who are signing Cardi B's and Twenty One Savages and shit, and that's not your style, and and you just totally unaware of that shit, and you just go in and bump your head of why they not why they not fucking with me, why they not giving my deal. And it's not necessarily the style that motherfucking that you have to worry about. It's it's the way of how they doing business and why they doing business that you have to be aware of. And that's that's what I'm saying. You don't have to change yourself, but you have to be aware of how and why people do business the way they do it. Right. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I hear what you're saying. Uh, you know. So, yeah, you can't just stay comfortable and that's how they spending money. You know what I mean? Just say, if, say with video, right? For a long time, you know what I'm saying, I would get money one way. You know what I'm saying? You know, you go into this, the fashion space is wide open. You know what I'm saying? You go in, you're shooting shit, doing all the fly fashion shit. And then that's when video and content wasn't really on everybody's radar. Then once it hits the radar, now all the big agencies that have all of the big models and all the big photographers, now they bringing... They own fucking video motherfuckers to go to these shoots with these high-end uh, models and shit. And I could keep bumping my head, but you have to understand that that's happening. I don't have to change what I'm doing, but I have to understand that you can't run the same lane the same way no more. Mm. That's all I'm saying. Mm. I'll tell you another cool thing about the Cardi B thing is, uh, well, maybe not. It just opens the conversation about Women rappers, because mm-hmm. at the same time that Cardi B just went number one in the country, Rhapsody just dropped the album, and that shit is dope. Oh, Rhapsody right. is a uh, is a, a rapper that signed to Knife Wonder, 
She was on the Kendrick album. She was on the Complexion record. Mm-hmm. Uh, she been around for a minute. She could spit. You know what I mean? She got a little lisp. Kind of on some G-rap shit. <laughs> she put out an album. And that shit is fire. That shit is a good ass album. I haven't heard. I seen it pop up today, actually. Yeah, no, that shit is that shit is popping. I've seen people talking about it, but I've seen it like pop up on my title. Yeah, it's a good one. It's a good one, but at the same time, like we talk about women MCs, right? We was just talking, you were talking about the uh well, you go on social media, they got the the for the dick challenge and for the pussy challenge. <laughs> that shit that is hilarious. And when you see these particular well, challenges Who is the beat from? I'm trying to figure that out myself. Hey, somebody said rail, but I, I haven't found the original. I, could, I haven't gotten to the source of that shit. I didn't even think about who the beat was at first until I saw a tweet that was like, people asking who the beat is, they too young. So I'm thinking, <laughs> so is this some old school OG shit? But I never heard that beat before. I can't recognize it. Right. I, 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 but explain it to the people what's going on. Well... Well, I, I was I might have been late to the motherfucker. I ain't see the shit till Erica Badu did the shit. Right. And it was, you know, saying for the dick challenge for the for the pussy challenge. And right. basically the challenge is make a rap that what you why the shit you would do yeah. for the dick or right. for the pussy. You know right. what I'm saying? And and it sometimes is ironic or in irony, you know what I'm saying? Right. So like, you know, I saw the one with Erica Badu and Michael Blackson. Right. Which I was like, yo, this is crazy. So yeah. So you know, when I saw the hashtag, I realized it was a challenge. Right. You know what I'm saying? And these challenges, you know, that's a viral institution. Like yeah. once you got challenge associated with your shit, it's right. over. So, you know, um, I don't I don't know where the, I couldn't find where the shit started and I couldn't find who to be. I saw somebody say something about somebody named Rail, but I couldn't really Uh-oh. I ain't really get my investigation on. But, you know what I'm saying? It's just interesting. It's like such an interesting dynamic because the challenges they not just like you know like the what was the what was the shit with the ice bucket shit the, the ALS AC, ALS challenge right you know that was pretty simple straightforward right you know what I'm saying but since then the challenges have taken on a whole another life right in and it's a very particular type of humor that right. goes along with these challenges right because not only that you do it is you got to add your own yeah take own it to the next touch. level you got to take it to the next level you had to add, put your spin. You know what I'm saying? You had to say, like you said, the slickest shit or right. the funniest shit right. to it. Man, I love. I've been the internet man. It's burping some more. A lot of lyrical thirst trapping. Yeah, and 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 a lot of these motherfuckers rapping better than some of these rappers. Well, that's my thing. That's what I'm saying. So like when these challenges come out, because before that, a while ago they had the So Gone challenge where a bunch of people was rapping over the old Monica So Gone record. Right. right. And when these challenges come out, I guess back to your point about. <clears throat> a lot of women on social media running it. All of these black women that rap pop up that you'll never see no other time. Right. <laughs> kill the challenge and then kind of go back into obscurity. Right. You know what I mean? Like no. That violin girl who did the mask off challenge, she right. looked like she took off. Oh, did she? I don't even know oh, yeah. who that is. I don't, I don't know her name, but I see her. She be on all yeah. kind of shit doing shit. But you'll see these people pop up, kill the shit oh, for the challenge. And then, and then you'll see them again. You're like, yo... She was dope. You know what I mean? Like, I've seen a few people that, or especially for these last couple, that got bars. You know? But then, you don't hear nothing else from them. No doubt. I don't know. How cool is Erica Badu, though? She stayed on 
on point. She be on message all the time. She even know what's happening. And she kick shit off. And 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 to my point, she don't change. Mm-mm. She don't change who she is. To my point, she's she, who she is. She adapt to what's happening. Right. But she don't change who she is. Right. She put her humor, her style, her flow in the shit that make the shit even more funny. <coughs> when she said, motherfucking fourth baby daddy for the dick. <laughs> or, or, or get Ebola. <laughs> Michael Blackson. Yeah, Michael Blackson get Ebola for the dick. Yeah, that shit was funny. <laughs> I saw somebody say, vote Donald Trump for the pussy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's wild shit, dude. Oh, man. And while that shit is funny, and while that shit sounds crazy, you know exactly the context and the texture of what that means. That that's not saying that they support Trump in no kind no, of way. Of it's just not. it's it's saying it's so obvious that we don't fuck with that motherfucker. Yeah. And I'm gonna throw him in this 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 motherfucking verse for, for the irony. Yeah, for a fact. And that that shit is beautiful humor, man. I love that kind of culture. Well, see, this is the beauty of the whole shit. This is the this is the. <clears throat> The benefit, I don't say, not the benefit, but this is the uh, silver lining to fucking struggle. When shit is fucked up, this is when some of the art gets the best. This is where people, because you got to, you got to kind of get a respite. You know what I mean? You got to, you got to, you can't be angry all day. You can't be mad all day. You can't fucking march all day. You got to tune out or you got to do something to make you feel good. And then, you know, you got to gotta get creative. And a lot of creativity come about when shit is fucked up. You know, so keep it coming. Because <laughs> shit is fucked up right now. Shit's so fucked up. I got a friend of mine. He's from uh, from England. And he was, uh, I was talking to him today. He was like, uh, I said, yeah? He's like, yeah, I'm kind of down. You know, this fucking country's got me down. You know, he's in England or he's, he's in England. America. You know, he's in America. He's like this country's got me down. He said, uh, "I hate to say it, this country's got me down." He said, "You know, it's, it's ain't the same America was six months ago, right?" <clears throat> and this was the interesting part, and I, and I felt him on everything, but till this part, this was the illest shit. I was like, "I said you get bias remorse." He was like, "You know, you know my family. You know, I got people that you know that are from here and all of that, but uh, that don't mean we gotta stay." And I was like, oh, shit. I never think about that. I never, because I'm from here. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I don't have that point of reference to where I could compare it to my other land. Right. You know what I mean? Or always, like, I've never even, even though you could, uh, you could fathom the idea of leaving America. I'm sure people have said that. There was people mm-hmm. have said, oh, Trump, when I'm leaving America. But, you know, that's some shit to say. Right. But to get your mind around leaving America, or particularly me, I can't see myself doing it. I can't even, I mean, I, I'm i going down with the ship if we go down, and I feel right. so, like, I'm not letting nobody run me up out of this, bitch. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I done built into so much America propaganda, for better or worse, that I still feel like we the motherfuckers. We are. You know what I mean? So... It's interesting but, to, to even consider an exit plan. But see, you know what I'm saying? That's that's the one thing that, you know, that transatlantic slave uh, business took from you. The business? You know the, it took the that that point of reference. Right. Of, of having somewhere yeah. else to be. You don't even know where you're from. You know what I'm saying? I was, I was in another country, mm-hmm. and I was at a dinner, mm-hmm. and I was sitting across from this lady. <laughs> and it was, you know what I'm saying? It was one of them upness type of situations. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting across from this lady, mm-hmm. 
And um, we, you know, talking regular, talking shit. Right. Like, hey, how you doing? Where you from? You know what I'm saying? I'm from fucking Miami. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I live in New York. I'm from Miami. Oh. Said, but where you from? Yeah, yeah, you know, you know how they hit you with that because they hear your name. They think mm-hmm. you got to say something exotic or some shit. Mm-hmm. Nah, I'm from Miami. Mama from Georgia. Sure. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? My daddy from Cleveland. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, yeah, I'm from, I'm from Miami. You know what I'm saying? I was like, where you from? She was like, I'm from Rome. You know, I've been, you know, my family's been in Rome for 700 years. Mm. Like, the fuck? 700 motherfucking years? You know what I'm saying? I can't go back 70 years. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? As far as the people I motherfucking know. You know what I'm saying? So you don't have that reference or, you know, someplace to run. Even like people that's from the Caribbean that live here, they could always reference their, yeah. their homeland, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, where they were dropped off. But, you know what I'm saying, well, you, if you regular black American from the plantation, you ain't got that reference, you know what I'm saying? You only got the references that you make right. or that your family has made or, you know what I'm saying, some people in your family has made, you know? Um, and and that's that's one of the key things that they, they, they take away from you, but then they have that, that whole advantage of you not knowing so hey go back to africa and shit you know what i'm saying knowing you can't go back to no motherfucking africa <laughs> you know what i'm saying it's throwing you for a loop <laughs> but fuck them if you don't give them the power you they can't have it over you yeah there you go how no about doubt. that how about that <laughs> <laughs> i'm with you this is what you say is you with me? I'm with you, man. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, fuck him. <laughs> yeah, all right, yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. No, I hear Back what you Back to said. you, Jack. I hear what you <laughs> you, you know. It's fucked up. Is it fucked well, up? Well, it's not even. It, yeah, it's fucked up. It's fucked up. We ain't got What's no homeless. <laughs> That's the fucked up part no, of it. That whole said. shit was fucked up. Yes, it right. was. But, you know, we had. We, We've we, made this yeah, the we, home. Yeah, 300 years. We yeah. got to figure this shit out. It's, I mean, look. It's fucked up. We we persevering. That's the thing about it all is we gonna be resilient, and we gonna even if it's fucked up, we gonna figure out some type of hashtag challenge and keep moving. You know what I mean? We nah. doing the hashtag living in this. Ain't nobody gonna beat no country group. ass challenge. You might not give us no homeland, but you ain't gonna beat us in no motherfucking culture. slick talk, culture, dancing, singing, yeah. sports, yeah, yeah, yeah. any of that shit that you we had to just use our intuition and, right. and intellect, right? You ain't, can't beat us, man. Uh, and the more we know, the the more that grows. You know what I'm saying? The more we get into different things, you know what I'm saying? The more we we feel comfortable doing them. And the more we feel comfortable doing them, the more we rise up. And that's all we got to keep doing. You got you to gotta keep rising. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Take what we do on the internet, like how, you know what I'm saying, how the Twitters and all that, it has transcended just Twitter. You know what I'm saying? It moves into to us moving into TV and creating programs and being able to to do bigger and wider things. You know what I'm saying? It it, it puts us at the Emmys. It, it gives Issa Rae a space. It gives Shonda Rhyme a space. You know what I'm saying? It makes so, the footprint bigger. Yeah, it makes bigger. the footprint bigger. It's the same <clears throat> shit with what happened with hip-hop. Right. The more we grow into sh- shit, you know what I'm saying, the more we create other people that's like that, like Jay-Z. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Jay-Z wasn't, like he said, he wasn't thinking about all the shit he was thinking about. You know what I'm saying? Who would thought Hov would sell clothing? Mm-hmm. Not in his lifetime. Wasn't in his right mind. But he saw Russell Simmons do that shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That shit became possible. Right. You know what I'm saying? Dane Dash wanted to start a liquor. His shit. He did it. You know what I mean? 
It's motherfuckers follow suit. You see, Dame Dash is selling his uh <clears throat> his plaque for reasonable doubt. Nah, on he's selling it. Wow. Yeah, I don't know why. I guess get some paper, or guess he's just like fuck it. I don't, you know, I don't want it. I think he's just doing it for the talk. He could be doing it. We talking about it, but I mean, it still got to be just more than just the talk. Unless he gonna buy it back himself. Ain't ain't about that. Who knows what it is? But all I'm saying is, I guess it ain't no value to him. Just a plaque now. You know what I'm saying? He don't own rights to the motherfucking masters and shit. Mm. You know what I mean? Like Jay Z, you know what I'm saying? Out, out hustled them on that. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, so, I guess we, we we in the was this the speculation report we in right? Obviously, because I don't even know this what's happening. I'm trying to find it for you, but uh, yeah, he was. Uh, I don't know if it was particularly him for exam. I mean, I'm not sure if it's even him. I just know that the plaque that he got, his plaque is on eBay. His plaque is on eBay. Let me look at it right now. It was on a couple days ago. It was at $50,000 four days ago. Let me mm. look online right now and see what's popping. Yeah, he out here selling that shit. Speaking of nostalgia hitting the streets, Ralph Lauren, Polo Ralph Lauren, Polo, Ralph Lauren jumped into his... Uh, Ralph lip shit. Jumped into his Michael Jordan bag and got his retro game up. And he released the 1992 Stadium Collection, mm-hmm. and he got the motherfucking streets in a fervor. <laughs> this shit is correct. If the like for the for the low lifes or the low heads, catch that fuck with Polo. The motherfuckers who really got Polo on the map, man. They are going crazy because it was interesting how they did it too. They did a they did like a limited drop, very sneaker. Did mm-hmm. a limited drop, few places. Jimmy Jazz, I thought that was dope. Bodega in Boston, Fred Siegel in LA, maybe one more place. Drop, I think it's like the little like capsules, maybe 12 items. Nine of them are like for real retros of down to how it was over 20 years ago mm-hmm. or 25 years ago. And then there's like another two or a couple, three or whatever that are like, you know, reimagined. And they were doing the, the you know, the, uh, the, Limited sneaker look where you get a little, you get yourself a wristband and you sit out on that street and you wait <laughs> and you get like one or two pieces and those people that did it went and got it. That shit, obviously, the hype was real. Shit was gone. Immediately it was on eBay for thousands of dollars. Fucking nostalgia ain't cheap. I tell you that, man. Hold on. Sells. Uh... You can talk to me while I'm doing this good. I mean, I'm, I don't know shit about this shit. No, just in general. Uh, did you, were you into, were you into polo? Is that- I wasn't like a low head like that. You know, we had, you You know, you have polo pieces, but right. it wasn't down to the New York science. You know what right. I'm saying? Because a lot of that shit was jackets and all that. No, yeah. it was too hot for all that shit. Uh, I guess so. That's true. Miami polos, you you just had the color. You know what I'm saying? You get the you know the yellows and the pinks and the oranges. Right. You know what I mean? You just fucking with the colors more than more so than all that heavy outerwear and jackets and bubbles and right. you know what I'm saying? It wasn't it wasn't all about all that. So Dame Dash is selling his sneaker collection and some plaques on eBay. Uh, oh, I didn't even know he's selling sneaker collection. Damn, this shit is bananas. Five hundred and fifty pairs. They showing this shit. I'm trying to get to the eBay, the eBay listening. Maybe he purging. He could be. I mean, you know, shit. Is it anything wrong with that? 
Wrong with what? Selling, selling, shit? selling some memorabilia? Nah, ain't nothing wrong with it. He fucking worked for it as his shit. Right. Yeah, plaque ain't shit but a fucking thing to hang on the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That he probably got the... more than one of them bitches anyway. Oh, he said he's not the one that's selling it, supposedly. Oh. But let me try to find the real eBay shit. I guess we'll... Do me a favor. See if you can find Dame Dash Reasonable Doubt plaque on eBay. Go to eBay. Put a Damon Dash Reasonable Doubt plaque. But, but, yeah, I mean, if it ain't him, it ain't him, but... I just want to see how much it's at now, because this shit was 50000 four days ago. At the end of the day... The shit, you know, he did the shit in real life. Right. You know what I'm saying? He had the real experience. He got the real credit. You know what I'm saying? The plaque ain't shit, but the shit that's on the wall with the with the fake shit, it ain't real platinum in yeah, that motherfucker. But it's a nice it's a spray piece. painted ass vinyl. Right, 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 right. You, you know, know what I'm saying? It's definitely a nice piece. I'm sure he got here <laughs> another piece at the crib. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, Jay Z won the Masters and all that shit where it really count. I guess. I mean, I guess we ain't really count money wise, but you know. well, really, I mean, ownership of the, the ownership, music yeah. that they they built together, right? You know what I'm saying Jay Z got, yeah, because he's and, the artist. And and no, no, that. no, 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 no. Well, that it, ain't how it work. That ain't usually how it work. Is you know, the label gets he bought his he bought his publisher back. Well, they gave it to him back when he agreed to be the um, president. Yeah. After ten years, he got the masters back. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Well. You know, it was it was really slick. They pay a little bit for it too. I think that was part of it. He paid some. I don't for know it. if he paid, but it was really slick that way they did it. Because right. if that was the case, I'm sure Dame then would have paid too. Well, it's a couple <laughs> people that's been doing that now. Because I've heard Nori say he got the the masters back from the War Report. Right, but see, you know, this was the deal. Like they all had the label together. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure like Big and and Dame's put up money, and Jay put up money to right. to make that record. That's really when you own the masters, you pay for the shit. Right. Your shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, after, you know, they fell out, per se, Def Jam offered them the, the president position, and they bought uh, Rockefeller out. Mm-hmm. I guess $30 million, $10 million a piece. Everybody go their right. own way. But then Jay accepts the job as president. In mm-hmm. that deal, they give him back the masters mm-hmm. to the uh, to the old sh- Rockefeller shit. Mm-hmm. To that album, to that one album. You know what I'm saying? But So that's, you know what I'm saying... You know, if I, if I'm speculating and I'm, you know, what I'm saying I'm thinking too hard and shit, it looks to me as if like, you know what, this is what we gonna do. Fuck it, you know, what I'm saying you get rid of your partners, we pay everybody out, and then we fucking give you the masters back. Da da bada bing. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying, which you know, if if you're Dame, you know, what I'm saying you like, okay, if that's how it's gonna go, all right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying you, you did it, you done it, and it's done. You know what I mean? Now you go on and do other shit. I mean, James got a lot of shit he's trying to do, and that could be that too because he's got he's got something going on. Like he's got some uh, some new innovations in like diabetes. Like he's it's like you right. got a lot of stuff that he's trying to do with that. He's doing something with marijuana. You know he's you know Dame is always out there hustling, right. and and then maybe I don't know if he has any idea who's selling this shit, but it definitely put a light on him to say yo. That's cool, but this is also what I'm doing. Right. You know, which he's never not been sad. He's never not been. You know. And he stay on some shit. And you know what I'm saying? He he gone. And even when they were saying he was broke, he was far from the layman's <laughs> definition of broke. But it also shows you also <laughs> just like how much that particular album and that particular movement means to hip hop. The fact that that fucking plaque, to your point, it's just a promo tool and it's not real gold or... It was a gold plaque. It's not real gold. It's spray painted or vinyl or whatever. You know, it's made by a marketing company. 
But <clears throat> the perceived value is ridiculous. That shit is it past fifty thousand dollars. No doubt. You know what I mean? Yeah, so man. It, it make you wonder, like, so how much? Remember, we had this whole, we had this idea a long time ago. Like, if Mitchell and Ness started doing a bunch of throwback, fucking hip hop shit, throwback promo tees with the Mitchell and Ness tag, all types of shit. Certain shit because nostalgia means something. Nostalgia make people feel like, oh, they're young again. I'm curious what a Nas plaque, a Illmatic plaque, <clears throat> that shit'll go for about a hundred thousand. You know, some type more, of more than the reasonable doubt. It could go. I mean, yeah. It. I mean, there's a there's a chance. There's a chance. The only thing about that, I think, I think reasonable doubt. Jay's always been about money from the door, right? People that fuck with Rockefeller. <laughs> Jay inspired a lot of people to go get money. Nas is a great lyricist, one of the best MCs, a true artist. <laughs> but he ain't about getting money. Yes, he he been getting money, but not from the door. He, not, he started talking about money. I'm out for presidents to represent me. We yeah, get it from the beginning. But he wasn't like where Jay was like, I'm a boss. I got, you know what I mean? His whole shit was, this is our own thing. Blah blah blah. We getting you know all of that shit. I'm spending money from '88. His 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 platform was very money oriented, very mogul oriented. You mm -hmm. know, Nas was a poet. Nas would talk about the money. Nas would talk about everything. He was the guy that would talk about it all. Jay shit was kind of laser focused. I'm hustling you niggas. It's a shame I could rap. Cause I was the hell of a hustler, right? <laughs> so a lot of the people that he might have inspired might have made a whole lot of money. There's a lot of people in Nas by the expired. They might just be, you know, they might be working in the school, helping out no the doubt. people. You know what I'm no, saying? Nas inspired non -profit. a lot of the Shea Butters. Exactly. Non-profit, like just uh just martyrs who ain't who ain't gonna spend no more than five hundred. Damn. Who knows? You a Nas fan, you spend a hundred thousand dollars on a plaque, let me know. You gotta, have me a, wrong. you gotta have a hundred thousand dollars disposable to spend. Right. The motherfucker who's spending that ain't fucking you know what I'm saying? It's a different kind of person, man. What kind of person you think it is? I don't know. It's like the motherfucking Martin Skeezy motherfucker who bought the Wu-Tang shit. Really? Who the fuck ever his name is, man. Yeah. Don't even matter. But, you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> Pay a million dollars for the one Wu-Tang album and shit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? He won, you know what I'm saying? He, he ain't of the culture and shit. He don't give a fuck. He just had the money. He got the money. However, that don't mean to people of the culture that that shit ain't worth a million dollars. Because the thing is... If a motherfucker had that money that was up, that was really in, like an enthusiast, you never know. There might be a, a he, black Martin Scarelli, not Martin Scarelli, but a black motherfucker that got some money or somebody of the culture that got some money that's like, you know what? Somebody on this bitch bidding 50000 for and, this. And I'm sure they are, man. There definitely right. may be and it, and it definitely will have value. But it's, it's motherfuckers. See, when you're talking about the economy of hip hop and shit, you know what I'm saying? When an artist fucking fee becomes a hundred thousand dollars mm -hmm. there's a lot of motherfuckers that stop being able to afford that artist right you know what i'm saying motherfuckers can't see you at the at the at your show no more because your ticket sales too your ticket price too high you know what i'm saying so it's various stages to this shit and mm -hmm. it's various levels of participation mm -hmm. and at the hundred thousand dollars for your plaque you know what i'm saying it could be somebody who listened to that shit mm -hmm. in their whole life. And they was inspired to get money from that shit. And now they got it. Right. You know what I'm saying? And now they going to spend it on it. That's my shit right, right there. Right. I you mean, know what I'm saying? It's people that spend a hundred grand on a watch. No doubt. You know what I mean? But you could get that hundred grand back on a watch. You probably oh, the get right that hundred grand. Right you probably get that hundred grand back on that plaque if you flip it, right? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe not. Who knows?
So perceived value. No doubt. Yeah. Just like that polo. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's about the hustle. What, what, about, what you call it? What you say? Nostalgia what? Nostalgia ain't cheap. It's expensive. No and, you know, so you got to get in where you fit in with this shit, man. Mm. Mm. Let it go, man. Well, well, man. Did you find it? See where it's going? It's headed or they took it down? Uh, as far as I can tell, it's not there anymore. Matt, okay. you got to be about that action. I was trying. I'm, <laughs> even, the, even the articles about it don't have any info no. on what I, what happened to it. Okay, mm. no doubt, no doubt. Yeah, man. So this is a speculation, D. Nah. It's still, it's, I mean, it might have sold. I'm curious to see what that shit sold for. Let me see. Anyway, what's up with you, man? What else is going on? I know, um, what was, what was yesterday? What's what, up? What, what was yesterday? What was yesterday? I thought you, was, I thought you said National Pancake Day. Did that come by? Oh, you want to talk about that? <laughs> <laughs> I, I said it was terrible, but it's all right. It's all right, and it's on the list. Go back away from the pancake talk I now. Mean, God damn. You don't want to talk about pancakes, man. I mean, I thought, listen, you know, pancakes seem motherfucking trivial. Man, all of that shit. Everything. You know what I'm saying? Motherfucker, it's just pancakes, man. Oh. I don't want to talk about that no more. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What you, what's going on with you? Man, I'm out here chilling, man. We uh <clears throat> trying not to get a cold with this weird ass weather. And uh we're in the we're in the writers' room for season three of Comedy Knockout. Right? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How's it feel, cool. man? What's the difference between season one and season three? Uh shit. There's a bunch of different differences. We've been doing it for a while, so we getting more of it we know you know the games getting the rhythm we building you know we tweaking things and we you know we're pushing things you know um <clears throat> people are a little bit more familiar with the show now right you know what i mean so you i'm a little bit more familiar with the i'm show. familiar with the show yeah i've been hosting it for shit, I mean, 58 episodes i don't know but a good amount of episodes what, what you gonna change this year this season I don't know. I'm in the middle of it still. We just going to be more, just stay in it. Just stay in it. Just be more engaged. Go all out. Have fun. How your shoe gang going to be? We we working on that now. About to have a meeting with uh with the, with the plug, you know? Okay. You know, I like a, a, like a good shoe gang. No doubt. You know I'm, I'm just saying? saying. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, the people out there probably want to know how yeah. that works. <clears throat> I'm going to keep them posted you know as things saying? get closer. Hey, See pay attention you, you to this know? episode. I'm going to have this shit on. <laughs> but uh, just keep paying attention. Matter of fact, you know, and and identify yourselves. If you watch the show, hit me up. Say, I'm, Yo, saying, I'm it, watching Comedy Knockout. With the shit that you wear, is it shit that you you know what I'm saying? You be like, do you get a stylist like the type of shit you like, or you right. know what I'm saying? Or they just try to size you up? Well, we did that over the years, over the seasons. Initially, mm -hmm. they wanted like a you know a smart look, where mm -hmm. it's like host. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so like it was a lot of ad exec, a lot shit. of ad exec, junior pastor, a lot of blazers and shit like. Oh yeah, that. blazer. Like when I came to the show, you had like a little, you know, like a little jacket, like not a blazer. Yeah, but, but they would, they would have blazers. There was one time I think I might have had a full suit on, and I wasn't really trying to be suited because the thing about a lot of comedians, like old Jimmy Fallon ass nigga, not even a Jimmy Fallon, just really suity suit. You suity know what I'm saying? Suit it was, and it would, it didn't really call. For, it's not a suit situation, right? shit that we doing here it's not really right. you know so and i'm not suit i'm not a suit everyday kind of cat i'll do a suit at a wedding let's do a suit at a funeral a right. suit you know uh, do a suit at the red carpet you know premiere <clears throat> right but if i'm kicking it the suit is not the first choice so then we started getting further like you know more and more in tune with this and you know um 
you know, shout out to the people that was working there. You know, we say, hey, listen, I like this type of stuff, and then go out, source shit, and mm-hmm. you know, make it happen. So you, you, th- you, you guys are at a happy medium right now. Yeah, we be doing good, man. We doing good. Uh, you know. So we, you said that first season was smart. What would you call this? I season? would not even get. I haven't done the fitting yet. I haven't done the fitting. Well, doing what, that what next year. Damian Lemon. That's what we called it. Smart Damian Lemon. Elevated is what they say. Up. Elevated. Up. Elevated. Yeah. Okay. You got the upness look. Yeah, I guess so. Word. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so don't that's be, that. Don't be shy. I, I just I didn't had the chance to really <laughs> <clears throat> think about it to that that degree to really distill it. How would you How would you say your season's going to be as far as what you doing style wise? I'm I'm about forward. to bring the wizard back. You know what I'm saying? It's going about wizard to be, again. It's about to be wizard weather. You know what I'm saying? The wizard had to retire for the summer. When so when the wizard goes away for the summer, what is who's the who's the summer wizard? What do you call the summer wizard? The summer, this summer, who was I? You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I was the crisp white shirt. You know what I'm saying? Bucket hat. You know I got my standard bucket hat. I've been rocking the bu- the same bucket for about three summers. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because I haven't found a bucket that that fit the way the one this mm. one actually I got it on today. I haven't found a bucket that sit the right way. Even them same people, they didn't make another one? Not with the same patterns. They had, you know what I'm saying, some more tropical looking shit. But now nah, I ain't really want to go for tropical. Nah. You know what I'm saying? This shit right here look like, you know what I'm saying, urban fucking right. gorilla wolf or some shit. You that's, know what I mean? That's where you at. With. That's where I was, that's my head space. Okay. So, you know, I um I rock with that. In the fall, in the in the wizard weather, you know what I'm saying, I usually go with a little skull cap, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, knitted, fitted hat, right. you know what I mean? Um, probably try a couple of different colors this season. Mm-hmm. Usually stay with the black or the navy. What you gonna do? Shoe game? You gonna do anything new? Shoe game, man. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard for me to really focus on the shoe game because I got a seventeen year old and a thirteen year old who got to get their shoe game together. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of hard to really stunt on my on my shoe games because I got I got a heavy shoe budget in the house already. Right. You know if you had no <clears throat> no ceilings to your shoe game, as like as Blue Ivy would say, what shoe would you go out there and get? Man, I don't, I, I haven't really focused on that, man. Again, so even if I had no ceiling, I haven't even put no thought into it. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm still in my standard uniform. You know what I'm saying? Enough. I get my I got I got a couple of statement pieces. Got a couple. Of, you know what I'm saying? I got my my um, common projects that mm-hmm. I, you know what I'm saying throw in for the you know for the effect. Mm-hmm. I got a couple. Of, you know what I'm saying? I got my. My ID ones, that side of design, you know right. what I'm saying? The black powers, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I, my my everyday work shoe, you know what I mean? And my Vans, you know what I'm saying? I would really like, I would really like a really comfortable pair of, um, I got a, a woven chucker Nike with the uh, the first <coughs> the first edition of the Lunar Soul, mm-hmm. woven chucker that I, I, I love that fucking shoe. You probably get it on the bay. Yeah, I tried, but they don't never have my size. And then when they did have the week that they did have my size, I ain't really had that shit in the budget. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And but I'm sure I'll find it, but it's now getting older. You know what I'm saying? But I I, I love that particular style of shoe. It's real soft, it's real comfortable and shit. So I'm looking for a smart work shoe. That's what I'm looking for. Cause, you know, I spend most of my days working. How long do you throw out your old sneakers? Nah, man, I got a closet full of all that shit. I was about to ask you, are you a hoarder? 
yeah, some in some respects. What do you like? What do you? Are, do my you sneakers are collector I, I, or, or I, no? Order? No, I'm not. Definitely not a collector. Okay. I like to keep my motherfucking shoes, and I like to wear them as I please. You know what I'm saying? What would it take for you to throw them shits out though? Do they have to be torn down, or if like the soul had to be fucked up? But what about? Because this is where I come. Like, what about if you got a pair of shoes in your closet that you copped? Mm-hmm. They really, you know, you thought they was they look cool in the store. They might look mm-hmm. cool online. You put them on your feet. It's like, ah, they ain't really. Or you've worn them a couple times. Like, you know, this ain't even my style no more. It's nothing mm-hmm. really raw with them. I throw them out. You will get I, rid I, of. I, them? I, I put them on the curb for the for the good okay. type shit. No so saying. nothing, nothing, everything in there is in rotation. No, it's not that they're in rotation, but the potential to be in rotation is always there, so I don't throw them out. Like my wallabies. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> I got wallabies from motherfucking 12, 13 years ago. Are they ago. crisp or are they, 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 they got some patina? They definitely got a little patina, but they wearable and they definitely, I would wear them. They not, no, they not fucked up. They not leaning. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It's, I could go get them clean, but why? You know what I'm saying? And why do you keep them? Because I know at one day I'm going to want to wear my fucking wallabies. Uh-huh. And I do every nine uh-huh. again. Now, I ain't going to wear them all the time, uh-huh. but I would hate. I have thrown my wallabies out at one point. <laughs> and it's a wallaby story. Hell yeah. Like, growing up, <coughs> growing up, nigga, I was a, Clark, I was a, a fucking Bally's mm-hmm. and Clark's. Jordan kid, mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That was me. Right. Valleys, right? Clarks, Jordans, right? You know what I'm saying? Now, Valleys, you know what I'm saying? They never came back with that original style that they had back then, so you know they fell by the wayside on that tip. But Clarks, they they still got the same styles, the same fucking Clarks from fucking '88. There's Clark Wallabies, Wallabies, you know what I'm saying? Wallabies in the desert shoe, mm-hmm. same shit from '80 something. To right, now, right. probably before then. Right. So, you know, at one point in the early aughts, you know what I'm saying, 2001, 2002, 2003, rocking Wallabies and, you know what I'm saying, shit every day. Right. Then, you know, it went away. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Then it was like, all right, I ain't gonna rock them. Then it was 2006 to the last seven. Right. Then in 2008, you know what I'm saying? I realized, damn, I threw out my fucking wallaby. I wish I had, I wish I had this certain pair, this certain wallaby that I had. Shout out to Tasha Turner because she had the plug. Right. You know what I'm saying? At the at the Clarks. See what I'm saying? So I wish I hadn't gave them away because it had so many of them that, you know what I'm saying? It was like, damn. Then I gave them all away. And then I wish I had them. Then I went and bought some. Mm-hmm. And I wore them, you know what I'm saying, a couple years, and now they back in the closet. They not in rotation, but them shit's going to always swing back around, and I know it. Mm, Now, you can put them on. Keep them tucked. Yeah, you keep them tucked, you know what I'm saying? Keep them tucked. Yeah. I I just be feeling like I create that story for a lot of the shit that I got. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I know I'm going to need this shit. There's so much shit in my closet that I've never worn before. But I won't, I won't discount, I won't dismiss it, cause you never know. But you fucking know. Right. You, it's been five years of shit been sitting in your closet. Shit is nah, but I should keep it because da 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 da. I have to start throwing shit out. I gotta really just start throwing shit out because. Or <clears throat> the other thing is, I'll keep some shit cause it remind me of a moment. Mm-hmm. Like I had some. Had some uh, some Air Force Ones. I hosted this shit for Nike long time ago. It was an amazing moment. Cause I was fucked up on rent, and Nike cut me a check that got me back in my 
back in uh out of a ribs. That was a good night, though. Oh, it was an amazing situation. That was a on, good night. I, I rode on the train with your homeboy. Right, after that. right. Yeah, <laughs> on many levels, it was a good night. So I kept the shoes for dumb long, but I never really wear these particular shoes. But they was my Apollo shoes. It's like the first time I ever been on the Apollo. Like it's like right. it's like if a nigga had uh, you like you ready to die. Yeah, like you, you got your keep own your museum. Apollo shoes. Do you really though? Yeah, Apollo. You can throw all the other shits out. You keep your Apollo shoes. But you ain't gonna wear them shits again. And I ain't got no. It's not like I got space what, like what, that. What are they? What are they? There's some Air Force ones, but they're like a like a foam posit material Air Force one. Okay. They were cool. They were cool in the moment. Give you know them what away. I'm saying? Yeah, I did. I did. Did I gave them away. I was. They wasn't. You know. I was like, this is about these shoes was years ago. Yeah, I don't have, have another. I, pair I don't of have no shoes. shoes that that I don't wear. That I wouldn't, that I never worn one, or that I worn just one time. All my shoes, pretty much, I, I live in my shits. You know what I'm saying? If, yeah. if if I don't live in them, then I don't like them. Then they really gone. Yeah, get rid. Of, so you get rid of. Yeah, shit. I get rid of the shits I don't like. Matt, are you a hoarder? Uh certainly not about certainly not with shoes. What are you? What are you hoarding? I mean, I just make a mess and then eventually throw things out. Nothing really. Nothing. I'm not a hoarder, really. So you don't. See, so are you good? You throw shit out. You don't have a whole lot of anything in your house that you don't need. I'm a slob, and things end up in a pile, and then I eventually, when I'm trying to procrastinate on something, I just clean clean out my apartment and throw out everything I can. That's what's up. That's good. That's good. That's good. Yeah, I, I get. I get that. Like I need to throw all this shit out. I put it in a pile, and then. I start sorting through the pile and I have a story for every item in the pile. Like, well, you know, I can't throw this shit out yet because, you know, <laughs> I might wear this. You know no, what I'm no saying? Doubt. I was looking, you know, it's like, get the fuck out of here. Wardrobe-wise, I throw shit out. You know what I'm saying? Because shit, shit you wore in definitely don't always work for now. Yeah, that's true. And I ain't going to never bank on, you know what I'm saying, the old baggy style coming back. I'm yeah. Keep these old fat farm jeans and shit. Shit. But that there's a motherfucker dope. right now that threw out some 1992 Stadium Polo. It is sick. Maybe, maybe not. But anyway, I feel like it's time to fly up out of here, man. Well, might not fly. Maybe yeah. Tell the people where you gonna be, man. Well, I'm gonna be celebrating my birthday. Oh shit! Tomorrow. Oh shit! In Atlanta. But tomorrow ain't your birthday. Oh, yeah. Tomorrow right. will be my birthday. Oh, right. You're right. What's he he going to tell me when my <laughs> birthday is. You're right. You're right. True it did. True it did. Tomorrow is my birthday. Right. True it did. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be in the A. Mm-hmm. So if you're in the A, hashtag that Bombay Artisan Series and come holler at your boy. You know what I'm saying? I accept gifts. Oh, shit. And drinks and whatever. Oh, you going to be in the A celebrating your birthday? I'm going to be in the A. That's a good look. ATL, Charlotte. With Jen on deck. With Jen. I mean, they going to have Jen on deck. I don't really fuck with that Jen too much, boy. I might be fighting. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to fight at this particular junction in nah, my life. Nah, nah, don't do that. That Jen, boy, have you angry. <laughs> have me angry. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I'll be in the A on uh, Thursday. At the Bombay Artisan Series, you know what I'm saying, getting in there. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, shit, we'll be back in New York shooting some Hennessy shit the next day. Mm. That's what's up. That's yeah, what's up. That's what's popping out here. Well, shit, I'll be in Chicago October 7th through the 9th at Zany's. Get your tickets now. We're going to have a good-ass time out there. And, uh, shit, beyond that, I'm just going to be around here. I'm being in the city a little bit, popping up here and there. But until then, you can catch me next Wednesday right here in the conversation. 
And uh, until then, tell a friend to tell a friend. Even an enemy. To get in the conversation. We out. And the main thing of it all is to be in the conversation. Conversation. This has been a Stand Up Labs production powered by digital media. Subscribe to new and archive episodes wherever you listen to podcasts and find all of our shows at standuplabs.nyc. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. We out.